What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Chola Sidiaran, your stop for all things pop, where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. At may nagbabalik tayong special correspondent sa... Back, back, back again. Yeah, back <laughs> in the house. Guess who's back in the house? <laughs> welcome. welcome! As usual, back, resident Taylor Swift advisor na, regular consultant. Yes. <laughs> for so, all things Swiftian. Kung di nyo pa mahulaan, ano yung topic of the day? It's Evermore by Taylor Swift, which is kind of long overdue. May mga nag-request na sa Twitter, aka isang tao lang, pero I I consider that already request. Na parang, in demand na yun, in demand, in demand na yun. Na mga fans na. So, pagbigyan natin sila. Uh, well, I've been meaning to have this, but uh, unfortunately, dalawa lang tayo today, but that's not gonna stop us from... Uh, talking about our favorite female pop superstar or not just pop but like all genres and yeah yes. so kamusta naman before we begin uh, you know how's everything for those who haven't I, I was about to say yeah that for example like walking here with a mask on listening to either folklore and then evermore has been an experience like it's and the winter pandemic album like snow, right snow. off the bat yeah exactly exactly so alam mo yung seasons and you know how red before was a very fall song yeah and ito rin medyo fall winter ulit so you feel that album you take it out for a walk you let it sort of breathe into your daily activities at home and it's just I don't know I, I mean I'm gonna go on later about like I, that I love it <laughs> well there's a lot to love and of course what's not to love but i guess we should go ahead and talk about the album wala na tayong ibang pag-uusapan pa mm-hmm. let us go uh i guess i guess we have to start saying that last year was another amazing year for taylor swift dahil of course we were shocked with the drop of folklore whose popcorn episode you can listen to uh on all streaming platforms lalag natin yan um yeah so that was a surprise and then she went ahead and dropped the uh, folklore the long pond studio sessions which was more of a the first performance she had since walang concerts all that you know what else can you do but release your own documentary slash uh intimate performance and that was on disney plus uh oh, ayan ayun uh, i guess we can talk about that i'm sorry yeah Yeah, so ayun, parang that uh, documentary, like mini documentary, uh, it's not a super, yeah. you know, a super formal documentary, but more like behind the scenes or behind the songs. I really appreciated that. For one, stripped down versions and seeing Taylor perform those songs. Kasi hindi naman siya nag, hindi na siya nag, uh, ano eh, hindi na siya nag-promote masyado the way she used to. Like, she's not really on shows performing those songs and to have a whole set of just her singing that is ang ganda ng mga renditions shift down renditions I would say it was nice seeing the process behind Folklore which is one of the best albums of 2020 for sure it was named Rolling Stones uh, best album of the year and yun ang ganda ang daming magandang insights na you wouldn't really know unless you watched it for example she find officially revealed na William Bowery is actually Joe Alwyn I called it I called that remember in our last you um, did. 
in our last call, I said I was so sure. <laughs> and, and what amazes me about him being William Bowery or WB is that ang, he's so musically talented pala na he wrote all those lyrics. And even like the piano in uh, Exile, Sheren Yun. And, you know, that's without Taylor. And you would understand even further why Taylor would like this guy because, you know, they can make songs yeah. together. You make an album together, and yeah. it's one of like her best work yet, right? Yeah, based on some interviews, when I get to hear his voice, right, Joe, like he speaks in such a low, very calm, very. I mean, he's not a person of a lot of words. He seems to be very reserved, like based on just you know his his um, Hollywood interviews. And I think it's so interesting to see a side of him that that has this creative streak, and to compliment, you know, his his girlfriend's creativity. And I I think that like ang, ang suerte nila no, di ba yung parang sana all my drawa na ganon. I know, right? Who can push you and who could be a catalyst for your creative process. And you know when, when like I imagine more yung bonding nila is just like br- writing breakup music like <laughs> imagine maybe was... down the line if they do get married like what if they make <laughs> uh Swift Alwyn album na silang dalawa lang yung gumawa ng mga kanta like that's not a po- exactly. that's not like a possibility we can put off the list because you you never know what they're gonna come up with next right yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting that... You, so, right, Taylor mentions his uh, piano, that he can play the piano, uh, and him writing lyrics. Like, I don't know, I've never written lyrics. Like, I write, you know, essays and so on, but to have a level of poetry that would complement her style and also put her to see new things, I think that's such a great, like, partnership. And imagine being in lockdown, you're with someone all the time, And that just gives you that environment to either really focus intensely and either love it or hate it, what's coming out of that process. Yeah. And parang coming off of that, ang daming magandang insights for the other songs. I think in particular, if you do get to watch it uh, on Disney Plus or wherever you want to watch it, it's not mentioned where, but uh, maganda rin yung explanation niya on Mirrorball. Ayun yung pinaka naaalala ko. The way it reflects how, you know, na what the entertainment industry also during the pandemic na nawala yung lights and it was after Lover Lover Fest was cancelled, right? Yeah, it was. She wrote it after the Lover Fest was cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's just I mean, we we've already done a whole analysis episode on folklore, so listen to that, but. Go and watch that as well if you want more insight on the rest of the album. But just like that, after time, we were like, oh, this is such a treat. Uh, we have a full two hours of Taylor singing folklore, explaining folklore. Uh, we, she just randomly posted, oh, nothing, nothing much happening at the moment, which we thought was alluding to that documentary. But apparently, it was alluding to even more because she announced Uh, Evermore, which is her second surprise album of 2020 and her ninth studio album made just around the same time that they were filming the Long Pond Studio Sessions because they were uh, that was the first time uh, Taylor, 
Aaron Dessner and Jack Antonoff all came together in one place basically because diba, folklore was made uh, in remotely like in different places wherever they Sending were sending files exchanging parts of the song yeah yeah right so that's amazing for one na parang you can just create an album that easily quote unquote easily I mean it's not easy obviously but you know, the way technology could help the production na, you're in Spain, I'm in the Philippines, but we get to write, uh, we get to talk about this. It's kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. On a different level, writing music. But, ayun na nga, parang they're like, might as well, we're here, let's make a whole new album. Yeah. Right? So, ayun. Na-surprise ako dun. I mean, I was like, in the middle of, um, parang, giving uh, delivering gifts to my friends and one of my that friend was like oh look at this Taylor Swift has announced her album I was like what please give me some and that was in what? the middle <laughs> that was in the middle of a K-pop comeback <laughs> na I was still invested in emotionally ah, was, yes yeah NCT 2020 part 2 was being promoted that time so yun yung headspace ko na parang okay, I'll enjoy this comeback. Kasi after, before that was Taylor Swift, so na-push aside yung K-pop for a while, for folklore. And then bumalik ako, and I was like, okay, I'm dropping that first and going back to Evermore. So, ayun, that was me hearing about it. Ikaw, like... It took me a day. So, it took me a day. So, I saw the news. It ca- it ca- came out. Like, basta pagising ko meron na. Ganon, basically. Pagising ko, nandun na. Um, but I was I really told myself oh, I'm gonna hold from casually listening to it yeah. because I prefer I, especially with Taylor Swift when an album comes out I listen to it in full and like you know you're just focused on it it's a listening session I try to do that rather than having my first impressions like you know um, just hearing it in the background and I think my listening process is that I first start with I put it on my TV I lock myself in my room and I and I listen the, and then in the upcoming days when I'm doing errands when I'm washing the dishes when I'm going to the grocery I have it on and yeah. I think now that I like you have that sort of companionship with the album it's really something that grew on me even more because on first on first listen i think um i think compared to folklore evermore i like a lot mo- more so uh, right off the bat first impression it was it was a lot nicer for me uh, i i mean i i think with folklore i liked it uh, but it grew a lot more versus yeah. itong evermore I had a clear idea right away on the first listen which songs were my top picks which ones were you know like uh, not so memorable for me and so far they've stayed more or less the same like yung what I liked on my first impression until now that's still um sort of similar view with each and every track yeah i i agree with you on the way i'd listen to these two albums specifically well of course evermore was announced to be the sister album or sister record of folklore because she just couldn't get out of that world as she said in her announcement post na you know there were she fe- she felt like there were more stories to be told from that world and you know who wouldn't want 30 Taylor Swift 30 new Taylor Swift songs in one year right but in, yeah. in terms of listening uh, it did take me a while to uh appreciate folklore the first time because it was just so 
it was different. It was jarring from like lover coming from lover, and then ito nga evermore. It's a bit lighter because you know what to expect, but not really. Yes. But at the same time, yes. it took me a while, as as you mentioned. Ako rin na parang I I needed to like get away from the world and just like listen to it and appreciate it. Versus I I, I the first times I listened to it, wala lang passive listening lang, wala ako ma ma take in. Because this kind, these kinds of albums demand your like. They're so they're so meticulous that they demand your attention for you to be able to like take it. To in. Appreciate the levels it. to it. Exactly. I, I think there's a lot of new ones. Yeah, there's a lot of new ones. And listening to Evermore compared to Folklore, you you already have that frame of reference of a sound palette, so you know sort of what I guess instrumental stylistic. Touches and textures on the track, and because you have that expectation, it I guess it makes it easier and more accessible to form an opinion right away with with Evermore. So I think yun nga again. I didn't. What I didn't expect was again the strong narratives. In fact, in fact, even more characters, more fully fleshed out plot lines, even. Um, and I guess that's how it has like grown from folklore like it's even more and more because you could tell with you and Taylor Swift says this is that she was not finished she was not yeah. finished it's like walking into the woods and deciding do we go deeper or do we do we go out are we and out the of the answer woods was to go yet deeper. no we're not <laughs> exactly exactly apparently not and and we're living for it right so you have this um you have this extension And typically, you know, when they say with movies, right, always the sequel is eh, yeah. or always the, the 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 book is better than the movie M M. But this one, I think this like you can look at Evermore on its own Without and think of it as a great Lord. album. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And uh, what's really nice about it, uh, Taylor described it in a really, parang it makes a lot of sense. Now she described folklore as an album set in spring and summer, while Evermore is an album uh, background fall yeah. and winter, which is like wow, her mind again. Like <laughs> it, it makes so much sense thematically. Uh, with all, parang Evermore yeah. is a bit more. Parang the themes are a bit more deeper, or sometimes even like darker. At some points, and very ano nga fall winter na you'd imagine the sadness mm-hmm. at that point. At, as you mentioned, that you were walking in the snow listening to it. Um, but aside from that, uh, any other general reactions on the album? I mean, also alluding to folklore. I mean, in general, like um, since you mentioned seasons, what's interesting to see. Is that Taylor Swift? The way she approaches songwriting and her lyricism, and even the the, the overall sound—it's so rooted in time and history. So for her to imagine it specifically bound by a season, I think that makes a lot of sense. Because, for example, when she tells her narrative, some are a particular situation, so it's a very short-term glimpse of a situation. Versus other songs talk about a whole life. A whole relationship from start to finish. Yeah, and so I think Taylor Swift, in terms of the underlying philosophy of the albums, both of them, or even ever ever since you know 
her starting with, like with the earlier albums, she has a good understanding of time and how things change over time. And so how she you changes. have that sense of right. Exactly, exactly. She's self-aware now. She knows, and I guess we'll go into this later with each song. But I think with Evermore she, and folklore, in a sense, she understands that you know, in 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 a relationship where it's uneven when someone does when two people don't feel the same way about each other it's possible that both people hurt each other and that's there's not necessarily the aggressor and victim because if you look at her other yeah. oh baby eh, diba yung yeah. parang oh aray ako, this bad person ganun yeah. eh. like but now she understands her i guess her her autonomy, her autonomy to also possibly inflict hurt without meaning to. Like, yeah. just because ganun eh. Because you're just two people who can't make the relationship work anymore. Ganun lang talaga. And, you know, both of you are at fault and you have no choice but to recognize this and move on. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It just happened. Like, And I think that's now so interesting to see her understand her own capacity to hurt someone else. Because we didn't really hear so much of that before. Yeah, I would agree. That's very, very mature and very adult of her to actually see that and put that into writing. Because, you know, as we've grown up with her, uh, most of us at least, I mean, temporary mga Gen Z years are listening back, but at least for us millennials who are closer to her age, we also see ourselves in that uh, in that regard na, you know, we our worldview has grown significantly and yes. you see how you can approach situations and this is a, an, an example of that. And uh, speaking of that, yeah. parang you, as you mentioned earlier, Folklore, uh, parang Evermore is on its own, its own album na you can stake that away and it will still make a lot of sense. But it's nice how, although it, there's a thumbprint na nga of Folklore, it's still a very experimental. Mm-hmm. She tries new, newer things and newer elements into this uh, album as well. Na you know you enjoy. Na parang it's just not the same thing. It's even more. It's even yeah. freer. She plays around more, and you know we we get more characters and stories. She brings back even in terms of sound. She brings back her country roots. So yes. in this album. I mean, you heard it in folklore, but in Evermore, I think you get more of a sense of the strings, of the string band, the banjo, you know, um, just I think in terms of being more explicit about the country elements of folk, I think this, it shines more in this album. Yeah, and I think, I don't know where, oh, I think it was from the Long Pond Studio Sessions where she says na it's a very parang country uh, fingerprint for her, parang for you to put yourself in another person's shoes. So, I mean, that's what she's been doing yeah. in folklore palang with Rebecca and all the other characters and leading on to this album as well. So, you can see na hindi lang to random na, okay, let's get the folk uh, pop genre which is really popular right now. But, you know, it's, just, it's like an amalgamation yeah. of all of Taylor Swift's experiences in the different genres she's done. And, you know, she just keeps on getting better. Yeah. And, and I think what's nice about if you look starting from, uh, sorry, when you I'll start looking from, I think we saw that 
shift. I think we saw that turn of maturity from lover. I think that was the starting point. That was a definitive because the reputation you get a sense that yeah, she's uh she's changed, she recognizes things, there's more power, it's more it's a stronger uh idea of a person. But I think the maturity sets in with lover and it's just I mean patuloy tuloy lang and it's very you know you grow along these albums and as for the two of us who are who are sort of lifelong swifties diba parang we realize too that our own music taste changes along with what we're presented with like i mean i like country and folk to a certain level of pop acceptability so for example i enjoy listening casey musgraves um maggie rogers you know uh florence and the machine they have these uh these these female figures but now you're start like when when this album came out i was like oh yeah i didn't realize how much i appreciated for example carrie underwood wherein you would set you would sense that also with the hame sisters right so yeah. you start to bring in all these different influences coming together to a mature album um and i think it's it's very dynamic i i've seen some critique nga that people found it boring i saw one of the funniest critiques i read it's a it's a hug that lasted too long but i don't know i didn't feel that way what do you think about it no i don't agree either i mean honestly we're biased <laughs> so we can't agree with that yeah but i mean yun na nga eh. did we do and should we overdo anything Do you think? Parang wala. Although there are some tracks that aren't the strongest, it doesn't feel as yeah. It doesn't feel weak at all or like unfinished or just like a filler song. Everything feels yeah. like its own thing. Although, syempre, I guess for those who aren't like hardcore Swifties or fans, you could feel that na you know, uh, she might be overdoing it. But to me, she isn't. You know, if she There were rumors that there was a third album. I would have wanted to listen to that if she did come out. Although that would probably be, I mean, I don't know what enough would be at this point for the folklore saga. But yon, parang buo naman siya, and ang dami ko parang nakuhang hugot doon. So parang if it wasn't anything substantial, then you wouldn't feel the pain or whatever emotion yeah. that you'd want to feel at that point. And dami sinabi. <laughs> well, we've got a lot more. <laughs> yeah, we're just at the beginning of it. But before we head to the rest of the album, syempre, grabe yung folklore, ang dami niyang nakuwang achievements. Let's just list some of the achievements since releasing Evermore. Um, well, she took the most Billboard Hot 100 entries for a female artist of all time, uh, beating Whitney Houston. So I think she has like 113 if I'm not mistaken, or 100 plus. Um, so, I mean, that's a feat already on its own. Uh, aside from that, she now holds the record for the top two biggest female album debuts on US Spotify history with number one, Folklore, and number two, Evermore. Parang, okay, let's just take all the spots at the top, right? <laughs> and right now, she's the most streamed female artist in the world on Spotify with Almost 24 million plays every day. And finally, of course, all the Grammy nominations for Folklore. Congratulations for being nominated for Album of the Year, Best Pop Vocal Album Song of the Year for Cardigan. I wait. The double Best Pop Vocal Album 
and also song of the year for Cardigan, best pop solo performance for Cardigan, best pop duo or group song which for Exile, and a bonus um, addition to the nominations is best song written for a soundtrack which is Beautiful Ghost, which is something very underrated. I don't think a lot of people are aware of it because they didn't really like cats, but it's a beautiful song which you should all stream if you haven't yet. So yeah, I mean, let's go ahead and talk about Evermore one by one. Of course, uh, it's the ninth studio album and it was co-written with most of the same people in that uh, folklore album. So that's Aaron Desner of the Nationals, Jack Antonoff, William Bowery, of course, that's um, uh, Joe Alwyn. Uh, Justin Vernon comes back as Bon Iver. And with new guests, um, the whole the whole The Nationals band is now in the, the album in one track. And also the Heim sisters. Hindi pala The Nationals, The National. Pinadami ko sila. And the Heim sisters are also here. <laughs> so... With that, let us begin our track-by-track track review or like our thoughts on this album. Um, let's begin with the first track, which is Willow, which is also the lead single. Um, this is like the transition to the extended world, even in the music video. Na it sets the pace, the tone, na parang magical or like, you know, let's continue the story. Let's follow the follow the golden string like that she enjoys the fantasy yeah yeah she she right off the bat she shows that she enjoys the fantasy she draws um inspiration for from different eras in history like you get a very sense of it's 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 almost like a period piece at least with the music video and also the, the song um, what's interesting for me is that um, in the intro, it's right off, you hear the strings. It's a string band. Um, and you have that percussion beat driving the song. Um, in terms of lead single, I'm not... <laughs> for a lead single na nagust- like I loved right away. Like none of her albums <laughs> yeah, for the lead that. single. I've never had a moment that I loved the lead single for some reason. Even with Cardigan last time, diba? I was like, uh, okay, yeah, it's, a, it's a good song. It's a nice, um, nice, good song, nice music video. Okay, what's next? So that tends to be my my feeling. But I think it's a good opening. Yeah, I mean, yun nga eh, parang, you know, out of this whole album, I think the thought is more like just to choose something out of the rest and then like, hey, just listen to the whole thing, which is like, so much better. Parang it's just like an invitation more than anything because how can you choose from all these really good tracks? Because I I would agree with that nga na it's not the strongest although it's a it's a nice light song to listen to and like enjoy but not necessarily something I actually listen to a lot of the time. Even with Cardigan it's not ano nga it's not something mm-hmm. na I really go back to. It's not like a song na dadamdamin ko, ganun. And mm-hmm. that kind of... I think what's interesting with this song... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know... Um, what the, she has as a pattern... Oops! <laughs> <laughs> Ang hirap pag zoom <laughs> She has a pattern. Yes. You go first. Okay. Ikaw na 
Ito talaga, legit. Mauna ka na para lead into the next tracks yung akin. <laughs> the pattern of how she sings. Basically, uh, with Taylor Swift's voice, you have the low narration. Na, 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 na. And then there's a part of... And have a sorry ah, hindi, hindi ako singer ah, pero and then, and then it suddenly goes to the breathy airy. So you've got that con that you've got that contrast, which I think is very interesting. Um, that when she is so it's such a different um, register from the start to certain parts, and I think that gives you. I mean, it could almost be as if two people were singing the song, Edeba. So I think she has really leaned on this breathy, very airy um, part of her thing. And I, you will see that throughout the other tracks as well. And I guess leading, I mean, coming off of that, you would really see how she's improved vocally with that... Uh, in lows and highs na she didn't really do as much before right in the in the earlier albums which makes me so excited for the re-recordings because she's just gonna sound way better than she did how many years ago right but more mature yeah I mean you could already I'm not sure if you've heard it before but maybe snippet now of um, Love Story of uh, the new version of Love Story. Yes, I did hear it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> diba? Parang it sounds like the same, but like much better even. So that brings the question of when will the re-recorded albums come out? We never know. She's just gonna drop out of nowhere for sure. Maybe tomorrow, may just bago gonna drop it out and we're gonna freak out. <laughs> She's gonna be like, oh, it's been five months since... Evermore, let's just go release this new album. I mean, this re-recorded album. And that means she's already recorded up to the second album because she already has a love story, right? So we never know how <laughs> deep she is into this process. We never know. We never know. It's mm-hmm. just gonna come out and we're gonna... I'm not sure if we're gonna have a whole as per tradition um, track by track because... I mean, but it's a nice like way to go back to the old albums na we listen to mm-hmm. the re-recorded ones and like discuss it. So we'll see mm-hmm. about that. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, for Willow, honestly, I don't have much to say for the first three tracks. Feeling ko yun palang yung patikim ng album eh. Uh, Willow, and then leading on to the second track, which is Champagne Problems. Medyo ano palang ako eh. Dun palang ako sa, you know, I'm trying to feel it. Even up till now, these are these three, the first three tracks aren't really my favorites overall. I I I I'm not sure about you, but ito champagne problems. It's a fan favorite. A lot of people like the song. Um, I love it. It's it's the top for me. Like I for me, I'm the first like as I just take out Willow and the first half. Like I really enjoy a lot. I mean, for me, I enjoyed the first half more than the second half of the album, I think. Talaga. Like, especially now with Champagne Problems. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this song so much because, um, one, like, if we, we, let's start with the narrative, right? Obviously, you know, 
remember Taylor Swift also sang Love Story. And Love Story is about the triumphant moment wherein someone proposes, you say yes, happy, ha- you know, happy ever after, and so on. But champagne problems obviously is, you know, what if feelings are not equal? What if some, like, I, I love that, you know, she recognizes it in the line, uh, you never know the answer until someone gets on their knees to ask you, right? And yes. I mean, that's very possible. I mean, obviously, I cannot relate to that. Very, very single ako, but... Okay, hanapan I natin mean, ng... Ano, hanapan it. natin ng... <laughs> so, uh, saka, papakas, that unevenness of the relationship, again, is a theme throughout so many songs. And this time, it's her who doesn't feel the same way about that person. And... It's just such a like this is a vivid scene versus you know really the is. other songs in this in the album are over several years but this is one single night and what happens and there are callbacks to college memories the um that they were in the dorm this dorm was once a madhouse it's I I made a remark that it's made for me and she paints herself I was thinking a bit of I, I don't know if this is a fair evaluation of the manic pixie dream girl na parang wala it's just Wala lang, you cannot tie me down. It just doesn't work. Very, I, I really think of 500 days of summer with this. It's just that, you know, you can enjoy someone's company. You can like sort of be together for a while. But if when the question of commitment and our, the rest of your life is there, it's just no. And that's, that's just sad that two people do not see eye to eye. Uh, in that regard and i think that's that's such an that's such a lovely handling of tragedy wherein you know you have the supportive family who the, the sister spends on the bottle the family are, are there to support versus she also mentions the hometown skeptics who called it who said id and magkatuluyan but she's and, you know, in the head right exactly exactly like mood 2021 mood very <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah so adding to what you said for me, ang basa ko dito is more like, you know, it's so mature for you to say no instead of wanting to say yes because someone's on his knees and asking yeah. you and then spending the rest of your life not really being happy in this relationship. I think yeah. ang daming relationships, not personally, but I've, I've seen people who, you know, who've been in a long relationship and then parang, Paano na yun? Di mo na pala gusto. Lang. You're just, it was just the circumstance, right? And she mentions that very well when, you know, she knows that people are telling her she's stupid for to say, I mean, the character. The character knows she's being dumb by saying no because you've been together with this person. That's why, you know, she's effed in the head. Who wouldn't say yes to someone you've been along together for a long time with already, right? And, I think, you know, these are the inexpl- like unexplainable things. Some you just don't have an answer. It's just it's just this person is just not your forever. You lo- you like them or maybe you even love them but they're not forever. And that is completely possible. And Taylor Swift putting this now in the realm of her songwriting. I think it's it's, it's really good, you know. You you've had love story. Now you have champagne problems and like if it's that not isn't all Romeo you know, and Juliet, her glow up, exactly. If that's not her glow up and and songwriting maturity, like that that's two songs juxtaposed right away that shows you her range as a songwriter. 
And ang ganda lang na narrative, right? Very ironic how it's called champagne problems. Kasi, I mean, champagne problems in the colloquial, not colloquial, but what it means, it's basically, you know, wala lang yan, mga issues that aren't really as big to uh, yeah. a general public. But to the a bourgeois problem. Yeah. For the people involved, syempre, this is a big deal. But, yun na nga eh, parang hindi lang siya champagne problem because it might lead to like the bigger issues in the future. Should you say yes to that? Uh, could you say yes to that proposal for one, right? You're just, just not gonna be happy. The other person will also not be yeah. happy. I mean, at the end of the day, you might be um, you might be hurting this other person. Parang, you might be hurting this other person right now, but in the, parang you're setting them free also at the same time. Na, you know, di lang siya maliit na bagay. It's like, something yeah. that you really give thought to, right? Yeah. And champagne is celebration. Like, you you think you're gonna open the Don Perignon, but then it's like, nope. <laughs> you know, all your expectations of what... I mean, I'm really thinking of 500 Days of Summer. You know, that expectations versus reality scene where Tom thinks that he's gonna get with Summer already, but it doesn't happen. And I think this is, in a way, already in a committed relationship, but still, you're, you, this guy was denied his fairy tale ending, and there's just no reason for it. It's just the way it is, and it's tragic. But sometimes tragedy, and Taylor Swift recognizes this, tragedy is in sort of the mundane, inexplainable things that just, you cannot think your way through it. You just know. Ang ganda ng, ano mo, uh, juxtaposition mo with the uh, 500 Days of Summer. Parang lang siyang super cut and uh, La La Land. Guys. Exactly! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. That too. That too. So, that is champagne problems. We hope we don't get into that position of <laughs> that <laughs> long-ass relationship that, uh, We don't really exactly. want to be. Pero yun, uh, yun na nga. Don't stick around. Yun yung, yun yung takeaway. Eh, no? Don't stick around in something that, you know, it, it just hurts other people also. I think that's a very important and mature thing to do. I mean, I know in the character, she says she didn't recognize it until the question was there. But like, I think we're, I guess we're, life is too short to stick around in situations that you don't want to be in anymore or that you're not growing or that you don't feel fulfilled in. Yeah, I, I think you have to know when you want to leave. Yeah. And something there, are, there are endings and know it's over. Yeah, which we'll talk about more at the later, uh, the latter part of this conversation with uh, track at the end. Um, third, let's go to the third song, which is Gold Rush. Um, this figures into the whole theme of gold and being alluded to Joe Alwyn. Uh, Diba, parang ever since Lover, we've had these theories or like allusions to color, blue, gold, golden, red. I mean, ever since red, obviously, but Lover really like associated the color of gold and blues to Joe Alwyn. And uh, parang a lot of the fan talk or like the analysis on this song talks about how, you know, Gold Rush could be about Joe and Taylor's fear of Losing Joe, na parang it's the song is about 
basically a lot of people wanting this guy and comparing yourself to other people and yun parang that just fits into that theme na she mentioned earlier in Lover na you know she doesn't want to lose Joe diba I'm not quite I don't remember what song that was anymore but ang daming instances Lover na, I think it um I'm highly suspicious that everybody who sees you wants you yun, I really Lover thought that, like the exactly and parang you know it's there's still that fear na iwan pa rin siya after having this really good relationship and uh, yun I, I don't have again these are not really my favorite <laughs> um these are not my favorite like number of drafts ikaw what do you what what's your take on yeah. gold rush i mean on my take on gold rush is that i could see it because it's jack antonoff but these are the tracks i think that um i i really enjoy the production i i think it could even belong on 1989 like at least sonically it does have that sound of like um but parang the way the synth and the beat it drives the song forward also it's like i well i i the reason i think this is because when i was walking i i parang nakabilis siya ng lakad hearing and i don't wanna go like the na 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 like it's yeah. the up and down it's very stable but it's it's there it's it's pacing you and it's really nice to hear Um, I I enjoy listening to a jealous Taylor Swift, like a yeah. jealous, insecure at times Taylor Swift, because it's so real. I mean, it's the most relatable thing. I don't think there's anyone in this world who is so secure and so empowered that these thoughts would never cross their mind. I think you know, and she recognizes again. This alludes to a lover who is so popular, who is so well loved. Everybody wants you. But I don't want a gold rush. Like she doesn't want everyone rushing in. Yeah. And because about a gold rush, the idea of the gold rush in history in Americana, Americana thematically is a lot of people rush in, but many people got fool's gold, which is naloko, or yeah. you know, you 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 leave your old job and try to rush for this this gold rush, and not everyone is rewarded. I think, and she, I think there's that underlying fear of going for something. And not getting anything out of it in the end, but that's Because, a risk you gotta take. As no. the old song says, "Only fools rush in." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh! But say yun nga, like I mean, lover. I think I think she's very clear with her feelings for Joe, and it's so tender. Like, like it's so intimate and it's so tender. And to see that, because I, the other day I was watching YouTube videos of Taylor Swift's, like a compilation of clips of Taylor Swift watching, looking at Joe Alwyn while she's performing on stage. And grabe na kaprachay. It's very, very sincere and tender. Exactly. And I, it's, it's very honest and candid to say, You know, you get flustered. Your cheeks turn red. You know, you feel that jealousy uh, welling up in you. It doesn't mean that she's gonna act on it, right? Like that's a different thing. But to feel these again goes back to the very human side of things, of desire, of wanting also to equal out the feelings. And that's why I'm saying, you know, uh, evermore. The theme really is that balancing of one's desire for another like are we matched in terms of our feelings for each other or do you care more about me or do i care more about you and it's that consciousness of the tension that drives all these feelings of jealousy of insecurity of of even frustration that we'll see even deeper in in latter songs yeah and 
yun na nga, parang I just hope this is end game for them because you know we've also that would be my royal wedding <laughs> <laughs> for sure everyone's gonna be like oh Taylor finally found the one that she's been yeah dreaming for for the longest time and I mean as we mentioned earlier he might just be the right match for her uh yun na nga pero there were there was some sort of short Twitter controversy on this na Taylor Swift had an interview with uh, Jimmy Fallon no Jimmy Kimmel and she seemed to have made the sign for domestic abuse the hand sign for domestic abuse and everyone was like oh no I hope it's not true right I didn't see that oh my Kasi god parang she was just making hand gestures and at one point she did this which is like the sign yeah, yeah. so everyone exactly. was like going crazy and I hope this is not true because we would have been invested in something that is hurting her even yeah. more. Pero para hindi naman based on the songwriting. So we never know, right? Uh, I hope oh, it's not oh, that's Yeah, I mean, I, we really do wish all the best for Taylor in whatever, with, with who she, I think, you know, the more and more we follow her career, we realize that she is a genuine person. Is And you cannot fault her for wearing her heart on her sleeve and talking about things that other people can relate to. So I think, you know, with with given the idea of this not being the one or even something that can hurt her, obviously we hope that it's not the case. Yeah. And bago pala natin, bago tayo mag-move on, uh, Uh, Champagne Problems actually co-written with Joe we forgot to mention that uh, so William Bowery song again silang dalawa lang nagsulat noon Champagne Problems um, now any last thoughts on Gold Rush before we move to the next song okay mm, no, no, I, think, I, I mean I love it it's again another top song for me I think which kind of shows definitely. our difference because yeah for <laughs> ito na yung start ng pretty much my holy trinity of um, okay, yeah. Evermore. And this is this the damn season, which is for me like a top tier song on this album. Um, well, yes. with uh, the different characters in the album Evermore, um, this apparently alludes to Dorothea, which is uh, yeah, yeah. a Hollywood star type. And uh, kind of parang nag-move for nauna tong song na to. But it's more of uh, someone going back to their hometown and like seeing someone, one of their old flames, and like being there for a weekend, right? And during the holidays, no less, right? And ayon, it's more like coming back to your old life and thinking about what could have been. And I relate to that so much every oh. time I go. <laughs> No, I mean, there's always that feeling of when you go back to a life you previously lived, a hometown. And parang yun lang, it just feels weird that you go back to all these memories. I, I, this the damn season is one of, like, favorite, definitely, of this. And it's, there's so much tension in that song. You know, I love the line, you can call me babe for the weekend. Because alamong, you're just visiting. Yeah. And you cannot establish anything for long term, even if these people were part of your growing up process. That these people might even know you better than the people you work with, you know, where probably a big city, a, a, like the capital or whatever. And, you know, she... It's it's just nice. Like it's just juxtaposed with the idea of days 
seeing family, seeing old friends, reunions, catching up. And with catching up comes with uh, like reopening this box of old feelings that were left hanging, all the memories. What do you do then? Have these feelings because you've put it now in a corner, now it's dusty, you open it. Parang it's, it's, it raises the question of, is it still the same? If you hook up with an old lover in, in your hometown, is it the same? And what happens when, you know, after the weekend, you have to go? Like, diba? Parang, ang ganda ng tension nga yun. Because there becomes like two different versions of you, right? Na, this is the old you exactly. where you used to live and the new you coming back. And like, are you like mm-hmm. embracing the new you? The, ano, Laida Magtalas 2.0? Or, yeah. uh, Diba? Yung, actually, ganun nga yan, diba? And it takes a man and a woman nung bumalik siya, na ibang tao na siya. Uh, <laughs> parang ganun. Although, iba naman yung naging ending nun. But, you're right. It's it's really nice to have that. And in terms of having a relationship na sometimes you just have to accept na ganun lang eh. It's not something, it's not something for the long run na yeah. But you accept it, and sometimes you just head into it. But you know, after that, you're back to your old life, to your friends in LA. Yeah. Uh, For me, a winner line of it, uh, a really good line in the in the song is, um, "The road less taken looks real real good now." And you know, it's it's always nostalgia is a tint for a lens for how you view the situation because you're nostalgic. All of a sudden, this small town is so appealing to you. You forget all the reasons why you left. Parang suddenly there's like regret and and that I should have stayed here na lang. I think that's interesting because you we have from Red, if you recall, the lucky one, wherein it's a looking back at the end of a career and being happy to have escaped showbiz, but to still be that, which also goes back to Britney Spears' lucky, which is you know. <laughs> I'm looking at these three songs is because you have a different each takes a different point of view on fame fame and coming from your roots so what happens when you become a big star and what are the things that people don't see on the people who don't know you I mean we know Taylor Swift but we again we don't know her childhood she can tell yeah. us a lot about it but only she knows what the, that lived experience was and it's just interesting to see that, you know, the future is pulling you, the future and present versus the past that is so nostalgic and so sweet and you want to go back to it and it feels comfortable, but you have this other side. And, you know, maybe her friends in LA like are not the best. They're only just really professional contacts. She doesn't have that familiarity of of. Um, of all that, all those memories, but she has to do what she has to do, and that's be the superstar that she is. I mean, I'm sure. I, I mean, as much as she writes as this song, um, in terms of a fictional character, I think there's a lot of truth to it in terms of her own experience. And when when I when I think of um, this the damn season, I'm I think very much of all too well. It really does remind me stylistically of All Too Well. Mayroon pa siyang ano, reference to a flannel shirt, which is very All Too Well reference. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, very, very that. And 
But you know, I, it, this reminds me of a tweet I just saw na parang sometimes when we complain about our current lives, isn't the current life that we yes. live something that we used to wish for? I just for? saw that. Right? So, yeah. na parang ganito din siya. Na parang sometimes it's nice to be in the comforts of your old life. But come to think of it, hasn't your life been a bit better after you worked hard to get to where you are now? Ang favorite line ko naman from here is, I won't ask you to wait if you don't ask me to stay. Parang, whoa, there. Oh. That's like... Quits lang, oo. Parang, okay, let's just recognize that this is the situation. Um, you know, sometimes you just have to... Yun nga, uh, I guess the uh, uh, theme of this whole album is just like accepting the situation, being mature about it, and that's a line about a line showing that or explaining that in a sense. Ang ganda lang siya, mm-hmm. parang kung ayaw mo diwag, parang ganun din siya. Yeah. What I like also about this song is the like this the plucking pattern. Like kind of again it just repeats all throughout the song and it's just mellow but it's there and it feels sort of like waves eh, diba? parang when you're on a boat and there's like, it just sort of rocks the song and builds that tension and when she hits the chorus of you know call it even you're gonna go so this is again her reaching that higher register that more breathy airy it kind of reminds me of wildest dreams right say you'll remember like that kind of yeah chorus Versus the, I think I think that's been her pattern for this album. I mean, we've seen it before, but this album it does that. Versus are like very, uh, very stable in in a certain register, more of nar- narrative voice. Versus the moment you hit the chorus, it she reaches this more like towards the throat and more nasal like air sound yeah. that is higher. Kaya mas hirap nga ako kumanta sa chorus, eh, kasi di ko kaya. But you know right away that's that different. And you could also, I mean, although her range is definitely there, you can see na she's still learning it in uh, the long pond studio sessions. You see na yung kamay niya, ginaganon pa niya sa ano, uh, what song is that? Uh, Epiphany yata. Or another song. Mm-hmm. Wait, ko na. <laughs> anyway, just watch it and you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, anyway, Now we head on to the next song, which is Tolerated. Another ang shaket-shaket naman na kanta. Uh, <laughs> as you were Uh-oh. saying earlier, one of the themes that you can evidently see here is na, yun nga, yung unequal relationship. And this is like probably an epitome of that song. How yeah, a love exactly. is just, or a person is just literally tolerated. And, you know, instead of celebrating someone, You just like keep them there instead of like making them nurture. And apparently, it's inspired by a book called Rebecca by Daphne Du Maurier. Maurier. The I'm one, not, on, the one on um, the one on Netflix, right? The Army Hammer and um. In bayon. You know that? You Yeah, because that's Rebecca, right? So. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I have zero idea because I didn't watch the Netflix movie either. Actually, But it is. From what I know, the premise of the Now movie. that I check. Okay, I'm it sure. is. Well, yeah. The, but the original was an Alfred Hitchcock movie, which they redid for to become this okay. 2020 Army Hammer cannibal movie. 
Pero yun. Uh, apparently, it's about that na she just felt na the character of Rebecca is not someone highly regarded by the other person. And yeah. parang it's, I, I saw this, na it's about the continuous struggle of waiting, wanting love from someone who's not at par. Which is, yeah. ang ganda, parang, I, I, one of my favorite lines, I think, is like, writing hearts in the byline of, uh, what was that? Of a book. I forget the exact lyric. Let me check now. Pero yun, ang ganda ng, ang ganda lang ng mga little notions that she puts to describe the toleration, quote-unquote, like, yeah. uh, making a painting that's not, with, with the best colors. Yeah, with her best colors. But, you know, uh, anjan lang siya, parang, yeah, he, she's just yeah. tolerated. You're asking, it's, it's a story of asking someone for the bare minimum. And while you're exerting, tinotodo mo na, and, I, I think this one, it also reflects a lot of insecurity nga, that I think the line, um, always taking up too much space or time. Yun nga, like you don't want to bother someone, like give me attention. It's, it's, a, it's a very tender feeling um, of, of just, am I just imagining that this person does not give a shit about me? Or um, I don't know, like I think it's, it's definitely, it's definitely, I think the, the epitome of that um, I- imbalanced uh, relationship. So having that, I think what, for me, this song, like in terms of the lyrics is, uh, the lyrics are a lot better than the sound itself. Uh, and because this is where she does, like it's so breathy, the whole song. Parang air con So... So I I'm okay with this song. Like it kind of reminds me again of Wildest Dreams of the Sail. Like that that kind of um breathing into the desperation of the feeling. Um but it's okay for me. Like I mean it's really powerful the lyrics. Uh it's it's poetic. You have got all these sad situations in which you imagine a wife or a girlfriend or whatever is just you know not given the attention she deserves and um, yun, uh, it's it's a good song, but I in terms of I think sound, I'm okay with it. Like that's na, how I feel about it. Nahanap ko na yung sinasabi kong lyric, not uh, writing anin parts in the byline. It's part of it, drawing hearts in the byline. But the one I really like is now I'm begging for footnotes in the story of your life. Like wow, Ayun, yeah. diba? Parang medyo yeah. relate. Parang main character. Parang I'm, okay. Parang you keep on talking. But like, sometimes, like, andun, feeling mo nandun ka lang na pagkailangan ka lang, ganun, di ba? So, yeah, exactly. I, I guess I really resonated with this song for a time. So that's why it hit me more than other songs. Um, yun, I think even with toxic friendships, yeah. Yes, definitely. Like, that frustration. And it is it deserves the spot of track five with the long-running history or pattern of Taylor Swift's track <laughs> Painful five. Painful track five. Yes. So now we head to track number six, which is Nobody, No Crime, featuring Haim. And this is uh, Murder, Mystery, Realness, Gone Girl turned into a song featuring the Haim mm-hmm. sisters who are some of Taylor's closest friends in the industry. Um, Taylor said... Na this was inspired 
by her love for true crime and podcasts that are true crime. So for me as a true crime podcast lover and someone who loves Gone Girl as a story, it's a really fun, campy song that I really enjoyed. Na parang all the elements with the police car, mga wang-wang, <laughs> tapos heating. <laughs> yeah. Diba? Ang, 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 and I love, I really like Haim's music also. So for them to be on here, it just feels like a callback to liking Haim, seeing Taylor B, friends with Haim, and just having fun with a song that's completely fictional, but still also really, you know, sometimes when you, when you see your friend being cheated on by another person, you can't help but think, Hindi naman murderous thoughts, but like, some like, ano ba yung guy na yan? You wanna take revenge. Yeah. yeah. On behalf of your friend. And, I mean, Taylor, I'm not sure why she wanted to kill ST out of all the three sisters. But, that was, <laughs> ang, ang fun lang ng buong song na to. And medyo country-ish din siya, which is a good callback. Yeah. No, it, it really is like solid country. And it reminds me if of Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats. I have not. I think. <laughs> like, let me try to remember it before he cheats. Like, I think it's, um, yeah, I mean, generally it's that, you know, someone cheats and like you want to take revenge. And uh, like for in, in Carrie Underwood's song, it's just she just keys her car, the car of the guy and just basically wrecks his car. But ito parang, you know, this is like obviously the murder. I think what, I guess I ano, was bust your windows, <laughs> but you murdered. Yeah, yeah, parang ganon. Uh oh. What I was lacking in terms of sound. I mean, what I liked is she, she, and different because it's a country song. Even her accent and enunciation of words is different. Like the way, parang the way it. She almost raps. Like we meet Estes, uh, a friend of mine. We meet up every Tuesday for a dinner and a glass of wine. My twang it, which is nice. Yeah. Which you enjoy having fun with the song, and it the lyrics flow very like really smoothly. I think he um, did it, what, but I just can't prove it. <laughs> yeah, prove yeah. It. What I'm trying to like want is that you know because the twist of the song is that every verse. My dagdag na element. There's a new uh, murder. Parang, how to get away with murder. New twist. Oh, there's a new twist. Oh, exactly. But the song doesn't build up the way that I wanted it to. Like, I mean, in terms of sound. Like, it sounds, oh, oh parang, you know, more of the sisters more um sort of uh, sing more together. They're, they're heard more towards the end of the song than the earlier. But wala siyang big, cor- wala siyang grand chorus moment or like wala siyang grand outro or whatever it's just it just sounds the same a bit even when the narrative is moving so i think that was one thing i felt like this song could have i liked the song but it wasn't my top because in terms of sound it wasn't really going anywhere the bridge like, is particularly something i like though yung good yeah, thing yeah. my bad got me a boat boat and then boat license yeah when I was 15. So, yun yung, yun yung twist. That's the revelation. <laughs> yeah. That's the reveal. Ganda. That's the reveal moment. Yeah. Pero I guess this, yeah. these last six songs are kind of like proving how different we see these songs, which is, mm-hmm. which makes it great na, you know, when you write songs so universal, 
and people can just add their own stories to it. Similar with folklore, na there are just some mm. songs other people will resonate with more than the others. Although I don't, I, of course, I do not want to murder anyone. Although I do enjoy true crime, <laughs> also. <laughs> But I agree. I wanted more Haim out of it, actually. I thought there was going to be more Haim sister singing. But, you know, I guess that's what a feature is now. (laughs) At least they were in the story. Um, Next, we have Happiness, which is also one of my top faves here. (laughs) Uh, Ang ganda. Uh, the irony of the title. Definitely. I thought when I saw this track, I was like, happiness, oh, this must be a happy song because Folklore was such a sad song, right? I mean, a sad album, right? Pero this was even more sad. Although, ang ganda ng irony of it all. Uh, this, uh, this is actually mentioned that's the last song added to the album before release. Parang one week lang ata niya ginawa to before releasing Evermore. Uh, I just like, as we go on about the talk about maturity and the theme of, you know, being mature about things versus before na, you know, you'd write songs about, um, you'd write songs about being in, having bad blood, uh, Dear John, na parang salty, all those salty songs that Taylor has written. This is more like, yeah. I'm part Very of bitter. Uh, I'm part of this experience and there's no revenge. I think the line, element. yeah, that, that captures that is, you know, when she says, no one teaches you what to do when a good man hurts you and you when know you, you hurt, hurt him, him too. too. Exactly. So this again is the autonomy uh, no longer because I mean, partly media shaped that narrative na pa-victim si Taylor Swift. And I think that's unfair. But at the same time, if you listen to her songs, it's always the hurt was directed towards her. And yeah. ito, yun nga, like, it's, this, this track for me is very calm, very mellow again. Parang if you weren't paying attention to the, to the lyrics, it would be like easy listening. In fact, like you have that sort of organ, like very church-like, like very synth organ feeling in the background that's very muted if you listen to it and I think it's just I don't know it just feels like a moment a quiet moment of yourself and your realization to me it sounded at first listen like a spiritual sequel to peace parang gana peace happiness and then yung vibe nga niya na parang di naman siya there's no up super up super down but like it's about mm, yeah exactly really like looking into yourself and your experience and seeing what it is that happened. It's just so mature na parang um, the part where she says, I hope you'll be a beautiful fool who takes my spot next to you. And then parang, no, I don't mean that. You haven't seen the new me yet. It's like very, you know, adult na parang you recognize how you've helped this person grow, how you've grown from this person, how there was happiness in your relationship and there was happiness after that relationship. That whole narrative of like, parang umi- hindi naman umikat yung mundo, but like you've gone full circle with your uh, experience and now you move forward with your life and be happy for that person. Mm-hmm. 
like personally I can't relate because I haven't been in a relationship but I feel like especially for Taylor Swift na you know there sometimes you'd think oh it's so vindictive to do this and you know with the whole ano now with the whole drama now of driver's license and Sabrina Carpenter's scene oh, yeah right Yes. Nando pa sila sa batang chase na okay, I'll just write uh, an answer to your song which is the number one song in the world and let's go at it. <laughs> right? I enjoy. We need to talk about that tea like at the end of this album. No, we're gonna have a whole episode probably about ah, okay. Disney teen drama. <laughs> diba? As going back to that, ang ganda lang nung bridge then I can't make it go away by making you the villain because I mean in real life of course you're the hero in your narrative but sometimes you have to look back and see that you also did something wrong and it takes maturity to have that self-awareness and yeah. yun. It, it's it's reflection music that's what I'll call it <laughs> you have that organ sound playing in the background the, it's a very slow like almost almost spoken piece honey when I'm above like it's so parang, to be honest it's almost bordering on lullaby kind of sound diba and i think it's just it's a good like it's a good dialogue um between one's inner thoughts i think and realizing these lessons at the end of it all i'm sure maraming naka-relate yung mga kaka-break lang or yung mga matagal nang may beef with their joa ex joa na parang you know it's just what it is i became a stronger person after that and it doesn't just apply to relationships it can also apply to friendships na you know friendships not all friendships last forever but you know those friendships also help you grow into the person you are now and sometimes you just you're just thankful that it existed that you had that friendship don't they have parang di ba may kasabihan na parang you grow out of friendships because you become a new person something like that yeah and i guess that's uh an analysis you can put into this song as well aside from having a romantic relationship because sometimes It just happens. Wala namang masamang nangyari, but mm-hmm. you just like lose touch and you just accept it. And, you know, they're still there, but not in the capacity that you want, I mean, you used to have with them. And for all it's worth, um, there was happiness, <laughs> as, she would, as she would say. Yeah. Like it doesn't change. Like the happiness that was that was there, it's a memory. I'll carry it with me. End of story. Yes, and that's the end of happiness. Now we head to Dorothea, which is again, as we mentioned earlier, about a storyline of someone chasing their dreams in La La Land. And you know, um, ang maganda nga as we mentioned earlier is that Taylor really puts her shoes into so many different characters that's not her while also putting her experiences. And mm-hmm. Dorothea is a part of it, leading into the narrative we were talking about earlier in Tis the Damn Season, na parang it's I on the flip question. side naman, right? Yeah. 
do you think it's the guy or it's just a friend? Because I've seen two sort of analyses on that. Some have said that it's the guy, you know, the ex, the ex high school Joa versus the other is it's a friendship. Nah, oh, when you come back, you know, it's nice to see you, ganon. And like someone, just a third party, like a less significant. Because for me, I'm actually more towards the friend. Eh. I I don't find any evidence in the song. That this the the uh, the narrator was romantically involved. Parang it's very supportive. It's more like oh you're on TV now. I see you. Parang and it sounds at least the song in terms it sounds very happy. Parang walang walang tension walang, that you uh-uh. had earlier in the damn season. So that's why I'm sort of leaning towards more of it as a friend rather than as the high school ex. What do you think? Well, it actually sounds more correct na na it's a friend. Besides someone back home, and it's someone back this, home for sure. In this yeah. uh universe, Taylor Swift has created. She says that she likes to think that these people all went to the same high school together with, uh, James, Rebecca, Betty. Yes. But they're like different in a different class, and parang yun nga Dorothea is another one of those characters in this world, and yeah. Hey, Natanya, true. What do you ever? think about me. <laughs> Buti naalala pa ako ni Nat, diba? Ni Miss. Pag, pag ano ka na eh, pag sikat ka na talaga, mga, pero parang, alam mo yun, you see these people looking back at their old lives. It's nice to have a friend <laughs> call back. It's nice to have yeah. a friend. But it's nice for people on that side na parang, to remember their roots and that's this kind of like part of it na you know people become more successful in another place and when they go back home you always wish na you know they remember you and not just like lumaki yung ulo nila ganun. yeah i think what's nice is the question does ask that question are you still the same soul i met under the bleachers kasi parang i think this the reason why i'm convinced it's a friend is because um it seems like they've never talked again like they've never crossed paths again versus if it were the ex which she regularly sees when she comes home then there would be more of the tension of waiting for you to come back and so on this one is more like oh look you've gone off and achieved great things and that's i wish i wish all the best for you it's just it's it's really nice like i wonder if you think of me but if not that's fine because you know you lost touch this was this was high school and it's it's an outsider perspective of fame of someone who sees someone on the TV and says, wow, you have a good life. And I think that's very true for a lot of us that we assume things about other people's lives as well because we don't, we don't know. That's all the information we have. Yeah. And it's just like such a light song also. Na you're just going to want to like bop to it and like not yeah. really think about it. You know what it reminds it. me of in terms of sound? Um, uh, trains, Drops of Jupiter. There she's back in the atmosphere with drops of Jupiter in her. I don't know like that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> but well, train drops of Jupiter. It sounds very similar, at least for the first, like the intro, first half of the song. So but it's like drops of yeah. Jupiter. Like oh, wait, Taylor sang it that. Sounds... In, uh, her exactly, exactly. Or... She sang it live. Yes, yes. 
But we don't listen to those old yes. big machine tracks. Don't support that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, may, may royalties. I mean, I guess for people wondering if she's actually, she can still make money out of the old tracks. Of course she does as a songwriter on that track. May royalties ka pa rin. But owning it's the so song. so little like here. Yeah, owning the song yourself is much better and like you get control of what you own and also ano ba yeah uh, just key for people who haven't noticed but in Taylor Swift's official the complete Taylor Swift collection on Spotify wala na yung mga old albums na it's just folklore lover to evermore so she's like let's forget about those and just wait for me to yeah. drop the stuff that I own wala lang fun fact and uh, any last thoughts on that? No. Okay, now we head to Coney Island featuring the National. So now, after oh, I love this. having a whole Aaron Desner, two albums of Aaron Desner production and writing, they bring together the whole The National band. And this is Coney Island. And another, you know, you're taken into that whole experience just listening to that song. You can imagine... Coney Island, such a bright place with all the arcades and the carnival kind of vibe. More, parang yeah, you start- get that, that carnival vibe even in Willow, right? Like I thought, I, I mean, I noticed that maybe that was a reference. Um, in Diba, she was on, in a fair and I don't know, I, I just thought of that. <laughs> Coney Island with Willow with the reference to the fair. Meron nga sa Willow na parang in the music video then na parang there was like a plaza with all the things happening. Pero yun, Coney Island, um, yeah, it it hurts also na it's, uh, again, uh, revitalizing that theme where these two people just aren't on the same page. I'm sorry, I didn't get you that ring. Tama ba ring? Yeah, that that arcade ring. Arcade ring. Sorry for not winning you that arcade. Like it's it's you know those simple disappointments that build up over time. Sorry, you're, you're not a centerfold. Exactly. Sorry for not yeah. making you my centerfold. But my yeah. favorite line of this song is because we were like the mall before the internet. It was the one place to be. Yeah. Again, parang how do you do? How do you write this? It's like crazy <laughs> i mean that that, that i felt that because i mean at least for me in grade school like grade five grade seven we did that mall thing you hang out at the mall after you, you know with friends and it was just your your entertainment and i think you know i think she gives she sets up the scene so well of that i love the line after the gift wrapped suburban dreams na ang simple simple lang ng Nang, I guess your simple pleasures, but at the same time, there's still that disappointment. Okay, I didn't win you that arcade ring. Um, what like I think for me, honestly, it reminds again because it's the twin album, you have the re- comparison to Exile, yeah. which also has this low register, very, very dark colored song. Um, but I like this, I loved Colney Island more. Like I think if in terms of duets, because remember she also had in the red album um the last time, the right? Gary yeah. Lightbody. I think. Yeah, yeah. 
and that was super good as well. Like I enjoy when Taylor Swift does a duet with a with a male voice, but this was just you know it was so jarring. Like it was Matt Berninger, right? Like young, yes, but as a the national, yeah, and. Oh my god, I'm I'm just in love with with the sagutan ulit. Like I mean, in 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 um Exile, the sagutan was more direct. The, the, it was echo, it was back and forth. This one not so much. It's more separated verse by verse and there are parts that they sing together. But for me, I feel it more here. Like I I find Coney Island top definitely one of the top for me. Ang yun nga, ang ganda ng sagutan and ang ganda ng you know, the narratives you can make in a duet na it just makes it, it just makes your world even wider where people can answer you and answer back and share their thoughts of, you know, what went wrong between you two. Oh, and I remember, um, but there's the part in the bridge that she go that uh, I think it's uh, Matt who goes, did I leave you hanging? Did I leave you hanging every single day? Were you standing in the hallway with a big cake? Happy birthday! Yeah, like that was that's Jake Gyllenhaal, no? Yes. Remember because, because apparently many years ago, right? Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking that because I think she sang it in the moment I knew. Yeah. So the moment I knew in red, you know, she draws back on that really painful moment. But I like here it's again, it's again that that forgotten birthday or you know, wanting to wish someone and they're not there. And I don't know, I'm wondering if if they wrote it with Jake Gyllenhaal in mind. I don't know, that's just uh... Maybe. I mean, that's such a specific reference about having a oh. birthday like na hindi inattendan. And if it was oh, a big and, moment, and, right? And Coney Island is in the East Coast. And I know, right? Like, they were always spotted no, on, in, in New York. New York. So I, I don't know. So I'm, I really have a feeling that there's something to that. <laughs> she was like, okay, let's bring this out of the baul and put it in a song, <laughs> another song. And So again, her taking parts of her life to form a narrative that now it's no longer direct na, oh, si ganito, ganito ba yan? Oh, was this a reference to this person? Kasi noon, remember, in previous albums, everyone loves to play the guessing game of which ex yeah. or which memory or which moment this was. And in a way, we're still playing that game now. But now but... it's just like, what's the story behind this? Yeah. What's the character? Exactly. And exactly. what does this character represent versus it being like a direct Okay, this is back to December is Taylor Lautner and Dear John is John Mayer and All Too Well is Jake Gyllenhaal, all that, all that. And Forever and Always is Joe. It's very going, I mean, just to reference back to uh, folklore, it's just so mature of her. Na, she also mentions that part where she talks about buying Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner baby a baby gift and the, you the know gift, yeah that shows maturity na you know they're way past that phase of their life and she's happy and uh, now we head to uh, Ivy which is another song hey, wait about... one last comment uh, nice go comment ahead lang. No, I I think what this song does well that the other songs na nakulangan ako is my build up. 
like when we get to the bridge here parang the it sounds more dramatic in terms yeah. of sound like it, it there's there's just in terms of vocals it's different um like must they're speaking into parang it's almost as if megalete eh. were you waiting at our old spot and like parang ganun the way it's being said and i don't know like that's what some i mean fine maybe some songs can remain at one level and it works but i particularly enjoy when there's a grand moment in taylor swift's songs like there's a like there's a reveal with a triumphant moment or a very heartbreaking moment so yun i guess this is why this song really worked for me as compared to I, what I you were it. saying kanina sa nobody no crime right yeah diba? like it doesn't have that parang bilang lahat like the, the volume changes the the arrangement is there a change in um is there a change in key or something like that or anything to reference a shift in the song versus yeah. dito like you hear it more and that's why i really enjoyed it okay so now we head to ivy which is apparently another song about an illicit affair i mean going back to the whole illicit affairs uh now we have Mm-mm. ivy um this is a song i enjoy listening to although wala namang rel- walang level of nakaka-relate ikaw what's your what are your what's your take on this i i mean it, it's an easy listening song like honestly the song was a bit forgettable for me it's nice but forgettable yeah like i don't think there were any particular i i really just like the line my pain fits in the palm of your freezing hand like my pain my trauma fits in with something you can accept and you can hold on to and i would let you hold on to it i think that was very nice but the rest of the song i don't know it's it's okay like it's, it's not particularly uh, particularly exciting yeah. but i like listening and going back to it Exactly. Yeah. Like it. It's okay. Like, ayun, wala na tayo masabi about yeah, it. It's, it's a, a nice song. Definitely like a notch a bit higher than Willow for me. Yeah. But I listen to this more. More than Willow, same. I, I, I mean, very, ano naman, very direct na it's Ivy. So more of like poison Ivy because it's not mm-hmm. a relationship you're supposed to be in and you're, there's pain because, you know, it's not for you but aside from that wala namang super like moment na mapapa hugot to talaga although syempre i guess other people experiencing such things would probably be uh resonating with it although enough for both of us probably not <laughs> yeah i think now that you mentioned willow i think what's nice in terms of imagery is ivy is something that whatever the shape is it covers it, diba? Parang it covers it. And it takes the shape of whatever that item was. Versus ang willow naman, it's a tree, and it does get swayed by the wind, but it's more sort of, I guess, stable. More, parang it, it has its own, It you can bend with the trees and it sways, but it has its own will. Versus ivy, you know, like, it just grows and grows and grows so quickly and it spreads. And I think that's how she, like, that's why she says, I'm covered in you. I'm covered in you. Parang yun nga, that it, it's just this love crept on her and consumed her. Versus Willow, the, the guy is someone who, who stood firm and had swayed with the wind. Pero yun nga, like yung, 
like the willow like, and I stuck right through your wind, right? Is that what she said? Yeah, it, it bent right through your wind. Yeah. 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 So parang mas firm si Willow as a person. And then si Ivy naman, like it also consumed her. Yeah. It grew all over her. I think that's a, that's an interesting nature reference that you see both in the start of the track and now that we're in the middle to second half of it. Yeah. So that's about it because it's not a song we feel particularly Yeah, exactly. That's it. Yeah. Uh, the next song, Cowboy Like Me, medyo ganun din ako. I like listening to it uh, when I feel like it. Although it's not something I would want to like go back to na I would feel so much of it. But this definitely feels like the most country out of it. The most call back to earlier Swiftian days, like the first and second album, right? It you hear the banjo right away, so that's what gives it its country um, sound. And what I mean, cowboy like me, I I actually like cowboy like me than uh, nobody no crime. I mean, if we're comparing the two country songs, I like cowboy like me for its mellowness. It's very it it really reminds me of Casey Musgraves because Casey Musgraves country yeah. oh, is very shining, shimmering, splendid. It's something you would you would sit out in the sun. It's a very warm country song. And um, like, again, there's that story of, of um, there's that story of two scammers, basically, right? So, yeah. parang end up falling for each other. And, wala. Like, I like, I like, I mean, in this song, her breathiness, her airiness of her singing, it works for the country, the country pace of it. And you're a cowboy like me. It's so mellow. It's so sarapang drive. Like Will it's a long drive. Her next original album as going back full country, maybe right. Why not? I Why mean, not? it's kind of like building back to that her roots, and that would be a good like side by side with if she re-releases the first Taylor Swift album the self-titled one and then releases a full country album more like Joanne by Lady Gaga vibes na parang may pagka pop country pop pa rin that would be a nice like return to form yeah. but yeah nothing for me nothing particular again about cowboy like me <laughs> i think this one i this is one song that i like the sound a lot more than the narrative Like, cause for soothing. most the strength was wow, that's a cool story. It, this one is it's it's a shiny shimmer. It's a shimmering song, very warm, very um like it feels like summer for some reason for me. Ganda ng part Yeah, exactly. Like the it's the exposition. So you have that you have that strum pattern that just exposes that that flow of the narrative. I liked it. I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's it's just very soothing and relaxing to listen to as background music or when you feel like you're singing to it but not particularly like hindi naman siya hugot but may in lang magaan lang pakinggan and it's very you know calming also. Uh next we have six more tracks to go. 
but we're closing a bit parang we're about to close the whole the standard edition which is the next song which is long story short uh it's a, just a short quirky fun song uh more of like uh how do you say this just reflecting on her journey about having enemies like getting past that and long story short just ending up with Joe Alwyn oh, pretty much bad time, and yeah. like just letting yeah. go again being ang ganda ng pagka-adult talaga na you know it's just not about writing these petty look what you made me do and uh, bad blood songs it's just like long story short let's get it over with I'm I've now found yeah. the people that I trust the person that I love long story short I had a good time, diba? Ang, I, yeah. I mean, I like the the she recognizes clung to the nearest lips. Parang yun nga, rebound. Like, whoever was there at the time. And that's, uh, and that Tom was a Hedderson. choice. <laughs> uh, oh, that was a choice, girl. So, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I actually approved of the Tom the TS love <laughs> The Hiddle Swift. <laughs> I love, uh, ano yun? I love TS na Sando. Uh-uh, uh-uh, yeah. I mean, this one, this I'm not sure if it was this a Jack Antonoff piece because it sounds like, at least in terms of the, I don't know, I, maybe I'm I'm not uh, sure. Antonoff songs on this track are on this album are Willow, I or not Willow, are Gold Rush Gold and Rush. Ivy. So the rest are Aaron Desner okay. and okay. William Bowery ones. I mean. The reason the reason why I say that is because this sounds 1989 again for me. Like it sounds a bit dated in terms of the in terms of the percussion and the Pedro, you can remove this and it it'll make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I mean it's okay. Like I don't know, I don't feel it so much on the album. Yes. Um, it's kind of like something I skip sometimes now when I just don't feel like this upbeat poppy I mean, this kind of yeah. takes out of the experience of folklore slash evermore. Yung yeah, I, I would yeah, like, I would cut this one out. I think it's um, I don't know. Like it's, I think it's good to have these upbeat pieces, but it just felt off. Like it just yeah. really sounded different. That's uh, why I thought it was like Jack Antonoff because it sounded more. It really could be on nineteen eighty nine. And same goes with, let's just skip the next song first and go to Closure, uh, which kind yeah. of, it's like on the same note, right? Na, although it's about, medyo, ito yung medyo mababaw-ish. Hindi naman sa super babaw, but like a bit more like light-hearted Taylor Swift in this era. Na, sometimes it's this, uh, what I like about Closure, obviously, which is about closure or not having it or not wanting it or not caring about it exactly it's just like it's a nice empowering song i feel for a lot of people who are like you know what i don't need this closure i got your message dahil diba ang daming ang daming nagpaparamdam minsan-minsan mga you know they just come out of nowhere and like behave just as if nothing happened and you're gonna be like you know what i don't need this in my life Let's just get over it. Uh, bye. Thank you. Next. Yeah. I like that she says, I'm fine with my spite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, 
you can i guess you can have that bitterness as long as it doesn't interfere with your life and it's there like let's just keep it as is no need to mend anything diba parang sometimes it's not worth going over things demanding closure wanting an explanation for things i think what's interesting is this song like the drum pattern to, like like but it has a, it has a different yeah so that's in terms of the melody like that's the piano but like even the drum beats like you have the hi hat i don't know it's different it's just different like i i mean uh-oh i i'm pretending to be as musically like inclined but i'm just here as a no yeah and Um, one thing also, so you'll notice that the timing of the song is different. So it's a very weird time signature. It's five four, I think. And but did you notice it's not that it's been a lot. It's it doesn't fit your usual one two three four whatever. Like it's it's it gives you parang na feel mo tuloy off yung count mo. Like it's not your usual one two three four that is easy because it fits. Five into four, so yeah, I think this is a very good song. Yeah, de ba, de ba, de ba. So it's it it is different. It's like I don't know if she's done five fours in other albums, but yun nga it it feels very weird. But I I mean I like that what ties it still into this album is um the the light piano behind it, but it has that drum pattern that I don't know. It's just very weird. It's it's very weird to hear. That's all that I I'll say about the song. It just sounds different. And you know this how as the album like fades out, medyo nga after the heaviness of a lot of songs, it closes out a bit lighter and more hopeful and more like mas magaan, mas magaan yung feeling for sure and closure and yeah. long story short are kind of like yeah. Different sides of the same coin, but also you know, may ganong level na it's also different aspects of how you uh, approach your current situation. And yeah. uh, the uh, the track we skipped was Marjorie, which is also one of my favorites. Not necessarily my top, but it's just a very sweet song uh, of dedicated to Taylor's. Grandmother who was named Marjorie Finley. Finley, Finley, bang pronunciation nun? Probably Finley. Whatever the Americans say it. <laughs> However, Americans say it. Um, it's nice because in the last uh, album, Epiphany was half dedicated or like yeah. half of it was dedicated to the grandfather, and this one yeah. is about the grandmother who, um, who was actually an opera singer in. Her early age, I mean, in her early, parang in her youth, and it's just nice how Taylor imparts words that she learned or like yung mga naalala niya because of her grandmother. Like I, I really like the lines: "Never be so kind, you forget to be clever." Yeah, it, it's nice. It's it's cute. never be too clever, you forget to be kind. Although that's why for me imagine that lola ako sa song na to okay i'm not crazy over it like i listen to it and it's about legacy it's about yeah. building on what your grandparents have given you the talent the the path to fame in a way also 
But I don't know. This was one of the skip tracks for me. The same like way, the... ang sama ko. Ang sama ko. Pati yung epiphany was a skip track for me in folklore. <laughs> sometimes there's just sometimes that I just want to listen to these songs. You know, sometimes you just wake up na you have hooks in your mind which is kind of random, yeah. right? Or epiphany. But yeah, it's not particularly everyone's cup of tea. But I also really yeah. like yeah. the the line what died didn't stay dead. That yun tumatak sa akin the first this 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 is one of the songs that really made its mark on me the first listen what died didn't stay dead. Yeah. Although you could apply it to so many different things na you know the, a lot of the things that you went through or the people who have gone through your life don't really stay dead even though even though they're not around anymore physically or like i guess within your within, area, yeah your proximity um everything that they've thought uh, they taught you is like within you diba mm-hmm. it's just a nice thing about imparting imparting lessons I guess it's just a nice tribute at the end of it. Yeah. It's memories, Ulit. So it, this one, these are clear memories um, that she has. And it's, wala lang, it's nice. It's sentimental. Yun lang. <laughs> And now we head to the last song of uh, the standard edition of Evermore, which is the title track, Evermore, featuring Bon Iver, who returns... Um, for me, yeah, ang maganda yung story ng song na to na after all the hurt you've gone through, there's hope na this pain wouldn't last forever, you know. And that's just a hopeful note to end the album with. Although, in the beginning, it really, para I guess the Bon Iver style that he's really known for or they're really known for appears here that it sounds completely like a different song by the time Bon Iver comes in and then it goes back to Taylor's part at the end of it, right? It does feel in a way the cut, yeah, the cut and paste of this section and this section, but it works, yeah. And I think the reason why it works, even if it's a very different part, is because you have throughout the all throughout the song is like the melody is very repetitive parang it's very patterned and and that was catch like you know the downbeat very clearly in the song and i think that's what makes it still work even when you have a completely different part the moment you know uh justin vernon gets on the song parang ganda rin ng again sagutan nila in the bridge Although it just really feels oh, like oh. a different song altogether. But I guess yeah. Bon Iver fans would know better. I'm not really a listener of Bon Iver. But I guess I would really prefer um, Exile, which is like one of the Exile over this. songs. Yeah, actually for me, oh, oh. if, we're, if we're comparing the three duets, I think, I would put for me Coney Island, Exile, then Evermore. Like Evermore was okay. Oh, Exile... It's just really like, wow. That's like one of my top. Iba. Iba-iba yung yeah. hit niya. Yeah. And personally went through something 
exilish, which I guess makes me like it more. <laughs> Pero yeah, evermore, yeah. I was expecting that. Yeah. Oh wait, Bonnevere is back. Maybe it's another exile se- uh, sequel, but it wasn't. And we don't really hate it for that. But exile is just like you can't help but compare the two. So, yun, uh, any last words on Evermore before we head to the bonus tracks? Excellent album. Yeah. I think I would I would cut. Like, I would have preferred. I don't know. I I don't know why I'm saying I want less songs. But I don't Wait, know. We're going to full album. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Bonus track. Just the track so far. So, these were just released yeah. online uh, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, or yes. Around that time, and uh, there were two songs right where you left me, and it's time to go. Uh, right where you left me, personally, I don't have feelings for it, although it's a nice song and it's a nice story. I kind of get why it's a bonus track. Yes, yeah, same, same. Actually, the two for me, honestly, like I listened to them, I've forgotten. <laughs> I liked, I think, the second one more. Yeah, it's time to go. Is Definitely a favorite that I wish were in the album as a full track or a part of the regular cut. Because uh, well, for one, it's it's the whole part of the whole highly publicized Big Machine Records and Scooter Braun feud, right? It's about, you know, you just have to know when it's time to go. Na, you know, you fought your fight, but sometimes you just have to let it go. Um... The line, the lines really struck me. Sometimes giving up is the right thing. Uh, ano yun? Sometimes um, running is. Huh? Wait lah. Nawala yung ano train of thought ko. I will search up the lyrics again. Um, yun. Sometimes you know, giving up is the strong thing. Sometimes to run is the brave thing. Sometimes walking out is the one thing that will find you the right thing. And as we were mentioning earlier, yun na nga eh, sometimes you just have to know when literally it's time to go. Like, it doesn't make you any weaker to get out of a situation you don't necessarily feel is helping you. But sometimes it's even, you're even braver for wanting to get out of a situation than staying there and being even more like depressed about it. And that's- yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all about respect. And I think that's what's so wonderful about Taylor Swift is her idea of boundaries. And this is what is acceptable for me and this is what is not. And if you cannot, you know, <laughs> figure that out, then you're Yeah, because sometimes people think things are forever, relationships, friendships are forever. But if it at the end of the day, if it doesn't really like um, contribute to your well-being, then might as well just leave it and accept that. And uh, as we've been talking about this past hour, you know, accept that it's part of your journey and move forward with the next part of your journey. And that's a really nice way to end it. I mean, you know, Taylor always ends her albums on a hopeful and uh, bright note, lighter note than the rest of it. The way we saw um, Clean, New Year's Day, um, 
daylight. Then we had uh, the lakes. Was that? Do you, would you consider uh, the lakes a light song or hoax? Mm. Not so much as the rest that were. Not so all. Yeah. Perion, Evermore, and it's time to go. We're kind of like good closers. So yon. It's pretty much the end of our track by track analysis of Evermore. Now we head to our final thoughts as Nat will continue what she was saying earlier. I mean, overall, yeah, like I think again, we re- we repeat that it is about the the dynamics of an a balance. How do you navigate those balances and tensions between two people who are together or who want to be together how do you uh figure out somebody's feelings for you and would you want to know the answer because sometimes okay you find out someone likes you but not as much as you like them do you take that as is and i think it's i think it's really interesting so again more narratives we we already said it um, like in all our previous uh <laughs> in your previous previous swift podcast right we've we've said Taylor Swift is a master songwriter. Like you could take any of her songs and put it as a, as as a English literature um, example for English or literature classes for high school or university students. And because she understands scene, plot, characters, um, even the, the 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 figurative language, I think it all works so well. And it's such a for us to even go over it right now, it's fun. Like it's unlocking a nice poem, right? When you figure out what it, it means or what it can allude to, parang ang ganda. Like the Easter egg hunting is different na now because before it was so direct. Sometimes I think it's I told you this during Lover, but I get so bored of it. Na yung may yung palam may nakatago na number na ganon parang ang baduy masad na baduy na ako at at a certain point. I was like. You're a, I don't know, we're, we're a little too old for the silly yeah. games. Gone are the days where and, the lyric sheet would show like capital letters that will make. Diba? Yung ain't got no time for that. Kahit na pandemic and we're all at home, I'm not gonna decode your lyrics, sis. Not that way. So I think this one, it's the way we unlock the songs now. It's like unlocking a world. It's as the cinematic universe of The folklore cinematic folklore. universe yeah. or Sonic. They're twin yeah. albums. Yeah. I think they're twin albums, not identical. And I would say that they're their sisters, they, their direct sisters are 1989 and Red. I think. I think that's how I feel about it. They say um, that uh, Evermore is the younger, more liberal, and more experimental <laughs> sister to folklore. And that kind of, I mean, as a whole, I would definitely say uh, it's so hard to choose favorites between the two because they're amazing songs yeah. you can find in both. Yeah. This definitely feels a little less cohesive than folklore, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But folklore was just yeah. like too good that you can't help. Yeah, it. yeah. And uh, speaking of folklore, happy six months, pala. Kaka six months lang ng release. Oh, wow. Can you imagine? It feels like a whole year, and we had two Taylor Swift. No, 
So what I so because here I feel the season. So when folklore came out here, it was the peak of summer and it was so hot. And I remember I, I was moving flat, so I was packing my stuff always every day for one week. And I was just listening to folklore every day on loop, like the whole album while I was packing. And well, I like it's it's very interesting. Uh, and because I remember in folklore, I think back then when we did the podcast, my topics were Betty. Um, Betty, August, and um, ano pa ba? Mirror, Mirror Ball. Mirror Ball. Yeah, those were the three. Yeah, those were the three that I said were just classic. Were really classic in terms of sound and lyrics. Um, but yun, I think that doesn't yun nga, it doesn't take away the fact that I also super enjoyed Evermore. Yeah, I mean bonus na lang talaga na you know, she works really hard and she could come out with two full albums in six months. The productivity like, levels are insane. Everyone's like, if Taylor Swift can write two full albums in this quarantine, why can't this government like come up with Yeah, exactly. I need to work on my dissertation. Like, that's what I said. You're I mean, yun nga, it's just different ways of coping with the quarantine. And if it gives us 30 new Taylor Swift songs and we're here for it. Um, what's your holy trinity in this album? Ah, okay. For me, I think we're the same for this the damn season. I think it's just yes. classic. It's so freaking good. And my other... Okay, I think I have top four. It's even one another four. I loved Champagne Problems. That was super duper good. Um, Gold Rush. Uh I, I really like Gold Rush because it it had that 1989 synth vibe to it that had that had a it was upbeat and it was dance-ish. Not fully dance, but dance-ish. And then so Champagne Problems, Gold Rush, Tis the Damn Season, and uh Coney Island. That was so good. Coney Island for me was just the coolness of the national the voice, like the vocals on the national. Oh my god, it was so chill. Exactly. It was that chill of regret and looking back and grabion. Ang lamig, ang lamig I, ng, I ng cannot song. reach that level of pace. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Grabion. <laughs> Ikaw, uh, anong top three? My holy trinity of this album. For one, as you mentioned, this is the damn season. Uh, it's just like Wow. Okay. Uh, tolerate it. Yung, ano na yun? Yung tatlong magkakasunod. And it's a toss-up between I really, I really enjoy happiness even though it's so sad. And uh, Nobody, No Crime and Coney Island. A toss-up between those three. But maybe to settle it, I would probably go for either happiness or Coney Island. Madami pa rin siya. It's okay. so hard to choose. There's just some <laughs> so really foreign for uh, Yeah, there's just some really really good songs on this record that you just can't choose. Yeah. Top 3. I mean, I'm really hoping she releases music videos, promotes it as singles. I hope it it I don't know. I feel like it deserves more mainstream attention because no on her whole like marketing strategy was very explicit and very like, malakas siya mag-promote. We know that, like, you know. Um, and maybe because it was also previous business ties when things, I guess, were easier. 
with her with her label and uh, record uh but now parang i don't know like i really hope pe- more people get to hear it because honestly people wouldn't listen to this because they know it's just t- taylor swift like people are like oh taylor swift but they don't realize that this is something new and this is something that people would like yeah i mean definitely coming from folklore uh there wouldn't be as much interest na generally as big yeah. as the one that was given to folklore but i am pretty sure folklore got a lot of new swifties because of how good it was pero yun nga i mean we were waiting for like oh please give us an exile music video but we got a full album so i'm not really complaining but yeah, yeah. Uh, i agree with the fact na maybe another music video would be nice because we all know that the next move will probably be the re-recording na, which is what we said. Which... And sana, yeah, and sana narrative-driven yung music video. Parang yun yung problema ko with Cardigan and Willow. Parang nice scenery, nice effects, nice everything, but there's no storyline. I mean, okay, fine. Medyo baka redundant that the song is already storyline tapos yung music video storyline rin. But I miss the days of like You Belong With Me where talaga my characters, they play it out. I would love that visual imagery to complement this album, this and, and folklore. Maybe she's working on a, like a Beyonce type of like visual album. Visual album. made a whole music video or movie mini movie about it you know we don't know <laughs> we will wait and see at this point we just can't predict anymore what she will do <laughs> natin alam next episode natin next swift episode natin yeah, so it just comes natin. and goes i was like hey nat uh, are you free to do this now and thankfully she was so uh thanks for i mean thanks for discussing evermore with me now we're heading towards our last bit of the show which is our pops up or our top picks and recommendations for anything pop culture that we have consumed recently. Personally, I have not actually seen anything different or anything new in the last um, in the last uh, episode since the last recording, rather. And uh, so, we will we will be talking briefly about Drag Race season thirteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because it's just so good. You can't choose a queen that will be eliminated because they're all yeah. really, really good. I, I'm a Denali stan. Like, oh my gosh, right yes, Denali. She can perform the house down. Um, I think uh, right, like previous season, it's again a strong cast because I think they saw how successful the previous season was that they wanted a certain level of star quality and social media presence. Like, what I, what I love about Denali is, aside from what, you know, what we see on the episode, she posts the dance videos, Ren. So she makes such an effort to deliver these video clips of her performing. And parang, like, I, I'm getting a sense nga na baka nga frontrunner nga siya or finalist and that they're, they're for the campaign. But in general, I think that you have a strong cast, very... Interest. I think I love the performances so far, especially yung the first two episodes. Um, I haven't watched the UK season, both the first and the second now, but I'm I'm really enjoying this this cast. So yeah, far. I mean, so far no drama, but yeah. Just when you thought na parang okay, how else would you want to get interested in Drag Race? Because mm-hmm. there's just so much Drag Race. There was Celebrity Drag Race. 
Canada's Drag Race UK, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race UK, magkakaroon na rin ng RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. But they just level up and you just want to keep watching because the queens are just so good and it's just so addicting. I guess that's the beauty of RuPaul's Drag Race na it's very unpredictable also. Similar to Taylor Swift na, you know, you never know what's coming next, all the gags, all the twists and how good everyone is but you just keep on getting impressed and I agree. Denali is my fave at the moment. Because have you seen that uh, when I grow up ice skating video? Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. So that's what I meant by those videos. Yeah, that she she's building a fan base, and you know you see what's on on TV. Actually, yeah, like I I think yeah, it was unfair to. So spoiler for the last episode, I felt like it was unfair to put her in the bottom. It was a setup. That's rigmarole. Honestly, if we I, can just like diba? get her in the bottom every week, I wouldn't mind to see Denali lip sync. Diba? You have to lip anyway. Ever send everyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's pretty much my recommendation. If you can go check Drag Race out. If you haven't ever watched a Drag Race season, then I guess season 13 or season 12 even is a good place to start. They're very accessible. Yeah, that's true. It's very good for a starter. That's true. Ayun. So that pretty much ends our episode. Thank you so much, Nat, for being here all across the globe. Anytime. Uh, I'm glad to have you back when you want. Isang tawag lagi yan. Sige, damihan pa natin yan. Pag, pag Drag Race <laughs> Season 13, sumama sige. ka naman sa episode para masaya rin. Sige, tato. sige. Yeah. After all, napaka-in-demand ng Swift episode mo. May one person tayo asking. Natanya Chua Stan who is requesting for this. Because the reach of Miss Nat Chua is undeniable. <laughs> so, again, thanks for being here. And to everyone listening who are Swifties, thank you so much for tuning into our traditional Taylor Swift release uh, ano, episode, even though it comes a bit later than the usual na maybe a week or two after. It's been pretty much a month at this point. But thank you for listening. And of course, you can listen to all our previous episodes of Popcorn, including our Folklore episode and Lover episode. That's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. Of course, we're here on Radio Katipunan every week. Thank you so much, the Radio Katipunan fam. And uh, if you want to go follow us on social media, that's at Popcorn with Cholo, at Popcorn W Cholo on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And go rate us everywhere, follow, subscribe, and refer to your friends so they can join in on the conversation. Thanks again, and we'll all see you next time. Bye! Bye!